Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're very welcome to Wednesday afternoon's late lunch on LMFM Radio. I better update you first about the soccer. Half an hour gone and we're still a goal to the good. It's uh, Ireland 1, Canada nil. But Canada just out of the sitter a minute ago. Long may that continue. Sorry Canadians out there, but we have to support the home team. Anyway, 1-0 to Ireland. 30 minutes gone. We'll keep you posted through the show this afternoon. Welcome along. We have lots of guests, lots of chat, music, our usual regulars as well to come over the next couple of hours. 0868 658 by WhatsApp or text if you want to get in touch with us. Now, my first guest is in studio with me today, and I'm delighted to say hello to her because she has a story and a half. And I met her a few years back at the dip in the nip. Brenda Carell, you're welcome to Late Lunch. Thanks, Jerry. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. <laughs> in different circumstances. Absolutely. I have more clothes on me today than I did <laughs> at the dip in the nip. <laughs> anyway, me and you were chatting just a moment ago there. Yeah. Just before we get into your story, isn't it a fantastic event each year. It's just undescribable. There's just the camaraderie. The it's just it, it stay it's st- still with me. You know, getting into mm. the water with women who so many have had cancer, the same as myself, and just oh my god, we just all cried. It's mm. just so emotional. Mm. It's it just it's you can't describe it. And you went alone that day. I did. I went on my own. I signed up. I went on my own. We went to the West Court Hotel. We did our aerobics and had our coffee and our breakfast. And I met another group of ladies who some of them were on their own also. And we just we still keep in touch. Isn't that fantastic? Amazing. It is great. Amazing. It is great. Yeah. Well, listen, let's step back uh, with you and cancer touched you when when did all this begin um 10 years ago jerry i was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer in my left breast um it was caught early thankfully um so all i had to have done was to have a lumpectomy um then i went through about six months of chemo and then i had radiotherapy and anti-hormone treatment for five years given the all clear um lived my life uh, went through a lot between you know 10 years ago and now went through a divorce and you know you know a lot of kind of things happened in my life life happened to me you know not in a good way at sometimes but then a lot of happy things um then um about 18 months ago i broke my shoulder and i just went in for a routine x-ray on my shoulder to make sure it had healed and they noticed there was a shadow on my right lung so I had a scan done and uh, was confirmed. I had a biopsy, a lung biopsy, and it was confirmed that the cancer had returned. So I've um, stage four metastatic breast cancer. Um, it's incurable. Um, now, I'm, I went through chemo, which I had to give up after six weeks because it made me so gravely ill. My body completely rejected it. Um, I ended up just a shell of myself. Obviously lost my hair, but I just couldn't even get out of bed. It was just horrific. So I had to make the decision with my oncology team and the lures, who I have to say are just truly, utterly amazing. I'm under Professor Hennessy and a big shout out to Liz Summersby, my oncology nurse. So we made the decision together that I was going to stop chemo. I mean, my body just couldn't take it. I was also neutrophenic, which meant that I had little to no white blood cells in my body. So I had no resistance to any kind of an infection. And obviously it was during COVID. So it was particularly horrific. So I made the decision to give up chemo and I'm just having palliative treatment now. Um, 
I get three weekly um, anti-hormone injections and then another treatment, Herceptin, because I have a very specific, quite invasive type of, of cancer. And um, yeah, that's that's the way it is at the moment. I get scanned every four months and um, no word of a lie. It's like torture waiting for the results between the day of my scan and the day of the results. It's just... I don't sleep properly. The anxiety is just truly unbelievable um, because, you know, you might feel good on the outside, but you don't know what cancer is, is going on on the inside, whether it's spread or the tumours have got bigger. Now, thankfully, um, I'm in partial remission for the past year almost, which means that my tumours haven't um, increased in size and there is no other cancer in my body or in my lymph nodes. So, all I can do is just pray to God that that lasts for as long as possible. Um, I'm actually feeling good in myself at the moment. I have my bad days, obviously, like we all do. But um, it's, you know, it's tough. It's, 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 you know, I have my life is going to be sh- greatly shortened, you know, from what it should be. And yeah, it's um, but I just try and just keep as positive as I can. One day at a time. That's exactly it. I know it's enough and no, trotted out. Yeah thing but it but it is so true yeah so true when you took that decision i take it you Mm -hmm. know with professor hennessy who Mm -hmm. i know well and liz and everybody Mm -hmm. that was a major decision to take it really was it was absolutely unbelievable but i had no no choice jerry i had to because i i the way i looked at it was i had no quality of life absolutely none whatsoever chemo just ravaged my body in every way, even my mind, I just I, I was just so depressed and just so sick, so ill. So um, there really was no other decision. I'd rather have quality of life than, you know, go through chemo and not being able to get out of my bed every day and have no life. So quality against quantity, absolutely. if I could say it that way. Oh, or absolutely. Longevity. That's, or it's act, that's actually so such a that's my kind of my mantra, quality over quantity, because um, I had no quality of life on chemo, none whatsoever. It was just horrific. You know, when you lie still and sleep at night and think about this, especially those times when you go yeah. for that scan. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely you go for the scan um, and then you have to wait a week before you get the results. And it's just the longest week wait. And this is every four months. Um, I know it's necessary because they have to check to make sure it hasn't spread. But And I know the minute I go in to see Liz or Professor Hennessy, especially now when there's no masks, I can see the expression on their faces. Um, and I cry each time. You know, there's just been one time I was told that one of the tumours in my right lung had increased in size. But thankfully, since then, they've everything has just kind of stayed in place and it hasn't spread. The tumours haven't increased in size. So that's all I can hope for. So I'll have another scan now in about another two months. And it'll be the same thing over again, the waiting game then for the results and fingers crossed they're good results. But I just I never know. It's just a waiting game. Isn't that amazing that our expressions, you know, you can read somebody without even words and you know, but yeah. nearly by the expression. How do you how do you cope with that? How, how do you deal with that? How do you stay strong? How do you stay as positive as you are? Um. I have such a great support network. I have I, I my parents, um, Frank and Adele, are just truly amazing. Um, I have a son, Killian. He's 22. He's absolutely amazing. This has hit him very hard. You know, he's my only son. Um, I have amazing friends. I want to give a big shout out, especially to my rock, my best friend, Catherine Tobin. She comes with me to most of my appointments, results appointments, and she's been with me every step of the way. We've laughed, we've cried. Um, but I just, you know, there are days when I just don't feel like getting out of bed, Jerry. I won't lie. It's not easy. I do have my down days. I suffer from anxiety um, as a result of, you know, having to wait for results every four months. But um, I just try and just stay as positive as I can. I just, I don't know where I get the strength from some days, but um I just I just do. It comes from somewhere. I have some kind of mm. faith and belief that, um, you know, I have a few, couple more years left in me, Jerry. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Fingers crossed. Faith. Yeah, completely. Yes. 
Have Absolutely. you faith? Do you believe? I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Beyond this, there is. Yes, 100%. I have to. Mm. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I, otherwise, I don't think I'd be able to cope, you mm. know. Mm. It's yeah. something I often think about myself. If you don't have anything, what is there to sustain oh, you? I often, that often crosses my mind, too, to be honest. Now, look. I, I, I see you and we hear you and you're yeah. the most positive woman. Thank and with you. this in mind, when you did get the news that it had recurred and mm-hmm. spread, you decided, listen, you could have shut the door, gone to bed, pulled the blanket over your head and just shut up shop. Mm-hmm. Not you. Up you got and you said, there are some things I'd like to do in yeah. my life. So you, you came up with this bucket list. I so did. What have you done? I've been to see uh, the first thing on the bucket list was arranged through Drahada Dolls, Natalie Kelly um, and the amazing Natalie. Fantastic. Unbelievable. The most amazing support group for women. It's just incredible. Um, so I got to go and see Dermot Kennedy live. I love Dermot Kennedy. I went to see Dermot with my best friend Catherine in St. Anne's Park. We had an absolute blast. I was just about well enough to go. Mm. I was only after, you know, literally my hair was only starting to grow back and the chemo was kind of coming out of my system. Um, then I got to go and see, well, top of my bucket list um, is Coldplay. <laughs> I am, you know, a huge fan from the, from day dot. So then I got the chance through a, a very, an amazing women's um, cancer support group to go and see um Coldplay last August in Glasgow. A girl, um, her husband um, gifted me his ticket and I met her for the first time in Dublin Airport at five o'clock the morning of the concert. Never had met her before in my life. We'd spoken on the phone, obviously. Um, We met at Dublin Airport. We clicked straight away. We got on a flight to Glasgow. Nearly everybody on the flight to Glasgow was going to see Coldplay. So we got into our hotel. We went and Honestly, Jerry, it was just amazing. They are just amazing. I came, it just gave me such a lift, such a lift. So now the next thing on my bucket list is to try and get to go and see them in Crow Park next year. So you are looking ahead to yes. August of next yeah, year. Yeah, I, I, I have to. I have to try that because I, I have to be realistic. And I honestly think like it's a big deal going to a concert. You don't just stand there. You have to get to the venue. You have to walk out of the venue. It's very tiring. It takes an awful lot out of me. Um, it did both going to see Dermot Kennedy and Coldplay in Glasgow. I was wrecked for a couple of weeks after mm. it. But I want to go and stand in Crow Park or sit in Crow Park with my best friend Catherine and sing our hearts out and hug each other to see Coldplay. So that's in a year's time. It that's is. your focus Next in 12 August, months time. Yeah. I want to come back to that gentleman mm. who gave you his ticket. I know, isn't that amazing? So himself and herself. What's that lady's name? Um, Her name, I can't remember, my God. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a memory of a goldfish, Jerry. Chemo brain, chemo brain. And my son is probably laughing now listening to this because every time I forget something, I, I, I blame right. on chemo You're brain. You're all right. Louise will tell you, I have, yeah. I have a head like oh, a sim look too. It, I, really I, do. I just want to say about that lady, mm-hmm. right? That lady who you went with and her husband husband to give you his ticket. They obviously got the tickets for the pair of them to go and see. And he said, when he heard your Mm. story, I'm giving that woman my Mm. ticket and you you tip along with her. Mm. Isn't that incredible? Incredible. And hotel room, everything included. The The whole lot, Jerry. All I had to do was pay for the name change on the flight. That was it. That was it. So you've gone to those two concerts. Have you done anything else? I know you love Spain, don't you? I do. Have have you got out to Spain? I I have made so many attempts. I've booked so many flights to go to Spain and unfortunately I haven't been well enough. I've had to cancel. Um, Every time, you know, I I go to go, I just know I'm not able for it. I'm just, you know, I go through periods of sickness and whatever. Mm. So I booked to go on the 21st September and come hell or high water, I will be there. You're going. I'm going. I, I actually lived in Spain for a few months um, after my divorce um, and then I had to come back because of COVID. Mm. So um, my mum and dad had a place out there for about 20 years. So I have so many amazing friends over there and I want to go and see them in September. Oh, my, yeah. my. You're going to do that. You are yes, going I to am. do that. Yes, I am. That's for yeah. sure. I have an amazing lady with me on Late Lunch today. Day. Brenda Carell is telling us her story. Just so as people understand, uh, you, you said no to the chemo, but you yes. are still receiving 
Yes, treatment. yes, I am. I'm on uh, anti-hormone injections every three weeks and then another targeted um, treatment called Herceptin. And that's every four weeks. And I also have osteoporosis as a result of, you know, all the, the cancer and what it did to my body and my bones. So I have treatment for that every six weeks. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's ongoing. So that is ongoing yeah. and that is all it's a big help to you. you you've got it, to it, have, and, yeah. and it is, but it does knock me. I, 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 you know, kind of I have the treatment on a Friday and I'm not really good for the weekend. I kind of mm. plan to do nothing that weekend. Yeah. I'm not able for it. It just it mm. knocks me for six, Jerry. It does. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's come back to this Coldplay thing, oh, because yeah. I, I take it you've been <laughs> you've no in idea. the queue, have you? Five for hours yesterday. Five hours yesterday and an hour this morning and absolutely no luck. Got in, to, got in from the queue in to get the tickets to be told no tickets available. Yeah, yesterday and today. So you're going to have to go now on Friday when yeah, the general release. Yeah. T- and you'll try, yeah. will, you, will you put in oh, the time again? Oh, yes. you've no idea. If I have to do it all day, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I will do it. So this is your I goal. I am determined. This is your goal. Yes, Coldplay, Croke yeah. Park, yeah. approximately a year from yes. now in August yeah. next year, just yeah. over a year away. Yeah. This is your aim yeah. with Big where time. you are today to be there 100%. at that concert. I have to be there. You I love them that much. I do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're incredible. Well, look, all I can say today, you've heard our story. Can Is there anybody out there has tickets, maybe got a couple of extra or may get tickets over the next day or two? If... Brenda doesn't get them and, and the chances of her getting them are slim. Uh, we yeah. have to say that. And I'm, and I'm prepared to pay whatever the face oh, value is. I mean, there's no, no question. question there no. at all. No. So if anyone has them or has lucky, been lucky enough to get them, can you make this woman's day, week, month, year ahead? Because, life. <laughs> yeah, life. I, I think that's a good word yeah. to add on to it. Yes, yeah. life, yeah. because this is her focus to go and see her heroes who she loves to bits in Croke Park when when they come to Ireland. Does it ring a bell with anybody out there? Anybody got tickets? Has anybody got tickets out there? Maybe a couple of extra or if you get them over the next couple of days, would you, two tickets you're looking for. That's all, two tickets Jerry, yeah, just for myself for and Brenda my Carell to go yeah. along. Now, she'll be trying herself and her yeah. friend is trying and they have others all trying for yeah. them. But she's here today to make an appeal. If anybody could help her out, she would be eternally grateful. 086-1800-658 is our WhatsApp or text number here on LMFM Radio. Or you can call the main number here if you like as well. But if you could make this happen for Brenda Carell, she would just be over the moon. She really, really would. Well, look, let's let's let it fly there and, yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, and thanks, Jerry. You never know. And oh, look, at fingers crossed. I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll, I won't hold my breath. But look, at you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. No. I know you're watching the football. Don't look around. I'm You've not been going watching to look around. Yourself. Canada have scored. Oh, no way. It's 1-1. They've oh, just please. scored. Equalised. It's almost half-time. It's now 1-1 and they're going in for half-time. Oh, just on the stroke of half-time. I hope time. that's not a bad no, let's, for me let's getting hope. tickets let's, for Coldplay. No, no, no. It won't be. Get away with that negative karma. <laughs> we we don't want it. We that's don't my want sense it. of humour. <laughs> It'll have nothing to do with that. It's oh, on a different... I'm not even looking it's, around. It's on a different it's level altogether, absolutely. let me tell you. Totally different. Yeah. Anyway. So, look, I wish you well. Oh, Jerry, thank you. I, I so you well. appreciate it. Not at all. Thank you for coming in and being so honest with us and telling us your story and uh, good luck to you you with everything anyway you might know what this is that's coming on here for you I think it's probably Fix You is it (laughs) it is oh my god my favourite song it brings me to tears just for you Brenda Carell thank you Jerry here they are today Coldplay take care best but you don't succeed when you get what you want but not what you need when you feel so tired but you can't sleep Stuck in rivers And the tears come streaming down your face When you lose something you can't replace When you love someone
my next guest on the show today has come up with a really really brilliant idea in my opinion homelessness is a big issue across the board here in the northeast in our larger towns especially and this initiative is happening in navin joining me to tell me more is jackie mcgovern disney hello jackie Hello, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking our call on the show today. Okay, so homeless people, it's shocking to find yourself in a homeless situation and people do for various reasons. And of course, uh, there's uh, lots of organisations trying to help homeless people at the moment and ultimately, of course, to try and put a roof over their heads. But tell us what you've come up with, this idea that uh, you've come across. Well, we decided um, after speaking to a guy who was overnight um, without accommodation because of a landlord doubling his rent, and he actually worked. And at the Jesuit community we have, we have a church service on a Sunday, and he just came in looking to get in out of the rain, I think, and just to connect with people. A bit hopeless. Nobody was kind of helping him. And I just asked him, I said, what is missing? And he said, well... Um, People don't like to be called homeless either because there are people in emergency accommodation and there's people that are roughing and couch surfing and that it's just they're not being accommodated for a permanent home or for a you know a home. So there's a lot of a lot of need out there. But he said they can source food from places and there's people like the, our local councillor Alan Laws as well. He supplies tents and sleeping bags and gets people into emergency accommodation, but they don't generally have somewhere to be able to shower in peace or charge phones, and just even just drop in, have a chat, get some fresh toiletries, uh, underwear, socks, practical stuff. So that just birthed an idea in us, and I went to the head of our charity and said, we have an actual room here that's just been used as a stock room. Could we put a shower in somehow, and, you know, on the days we're not using the facility, try and and incorporate a kind of drop-in centre? And he was totally on board with it, and the landlord was on board with it, so... Kindly, we couldn't believe the amount of people that just rallied around when they heard the idea. Um, I have an uncle who works for a bathroom community. He got onto Triton showers to ask, could we get some cost price for the charity? They donated everything to us. So my husband and a couple of friends of his ended up then building the shower room, and we just people just started donating things to us. Like it just people, it's always people that have little or nothing or just want to help. And we ended up then just launching on Monday. We opened on Monday morning. And it's for anybody who feels they need privacy to have a shower, conversation, cup of tea and a sandwich and a chat. And everybody's welcome in that sense. So we started Monday morning and we've got great response. So looking forward to what it's going to do. We're hoping it will snowball into, a, you know, something bigger. Mm. But we're just going week by week now to see what the need out there is. We're not sure what the total need is, but we just know from people that we're in contact with that there is a need. Yes. And, you know, it's brilliant, may I say, because it's a simple thing. And from that one conversation, you picked up from that something that's missing. There's a missing link here, and you are now providing it, that someone can wash themselves, be they in a tent or somewhere temporarily, charging a phone to keep in contact with people a basic thing as well yeah. cup of tea a sandwich and a change of underwear and uh, toiletries etc fantastic yeah. I have to say now you're on Kennedy Road in, in Navin in, in a unit there Dunn's Car Park yeah yes lovely um, but I, I have to say it's not me this, I mean I could not do this <laughs> I know everybody that's involved in our charity yes. and on the ordinary people the, the response was amazing yeah. I just put it on the Navin community and I'd over 800 responses and it's just amazing I'm blown away by it and I want mm. to thank everybody that's donated and is intending to donate and to you know it's brilliant yeah, we, the, we have, we're supposed to be there together yeah. we're supposed to be all helping each other but unfortunately this day and age people just tend to mind their own business so yeah. hopefully it'll start a community initiative that everybody rallies around you know yeah no, oh, you're right to acknowledge the support has been phenomenal but you see it yeah. came from a conversation and an idea and a bell uh, ringing in your head to say oh we're onto something here and away it goes just come back to that point you, you, besides the support you've got people looking to avail of what you're providing there's a significant number already Yes, yes. On Monday we opened, as I said, but there was a, there's always a lot of mistrust when people don't know, think you might have an agenda or what, and a bit of fear. So we had people standing kind of downstairs at the door, chatting to everybody, and start to rally around and 
any information they wanted, we gave them. People came up just to have a cup of tea and a look around. Um, we had a couple of people that availed of the service, which was brilliant. And uh, they had in turn said they will tell people that they know. So that was just day one. So hopefully it's every Monday now, 10 to 2, we'll start with yeah. until we see what the need is for men. We'll stay on for women for afterwards if there is a need for women. As I said, I'm not sure what the need is until they tell us. So that's yeah. the way we're going to work it. Yeah, so Monday 10 and to 2. A lot 2. of services have told us that they will get in contact with us and let us know as well and refer people to us. Yes. Okay. So ten to two on Mondays initially until you test the waters and see uh, what's required or what the demand is. But obviously, yeah. already you get a feel for this that it is something that people, you know, need and want. And I can see this certainly taking legs and and growing for sure. You mentioned, oh, um, God, yeah. yeah, you mentioned the Joshua uh, project that you're involved yeah. with. Tell us a bit about that, please. Yeah, it's a wider charity. We it was birthed in 2017. And it was solely to help people that from all sorts of backgrounds that never worked or have been out of work in a long time, suffered depression, got into addiction and feel that there's no hope. Like as our motto is, there's no such thing as a hopeless person. Every person is human. No one's better than anyone else. And everyone deserves the right to be able to try and get back to work or study or, you know. Yeah. So it started in Bailaborough. And they started off, 20 students arrived, and it was very successful. Um, I think 18 out of them either went back to school or got a job. The second year I did, I came on board because I wanted to work with the volunteer with the with the charity, and when you, you have to go through it, obviously. And that was another successful, very successful one out of, there was 18 out of 22 also went on to either study so then we decided to go to Navan because myself and my husband had been through it and we said we will leave the one in Navan. So we had two successful rounds in Navan and now it's gone to Dublin. But Navan last year um, had very little, uh, stu- any little students we had, we kind of put them into Dublin or Bailabra, which gave us then the time to think about what we can actually do. Mm. And we actually did some food runs. We collected food and we went to families in need but that got that got very very big, and the food bank then came along into Navan, and we let them kind of take over that. Yes. So we were there then thinking, what can we do? And this is what happened when we the guy came in, and we got the idea of doing the the mm. facility. Um. So your volunteers. Yeah. All involved are volunteers. Everybody and- volunteers. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, and 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 what do you do? Do you do you have day jobs? Do you do things yourself, or are you just involved in this whole area? A lot of the volunteers would have day jobs. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm myself. My husband are pensioners. Yeah, so we've we've plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> you've contributed. You've you've done your bit. I hear what you're saying. I know. But what 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 a wonderful way to you know when you, when you finish your working life and you have time. What a wonderful gift that is that you're giving to others. So what else would you be doing? <laughs> well, we all share this world, we all share this county, and we all share this town. So it, it, I can't understand people that just refuse to see what's going on and get into their own little bubbles when, you know, we can all just get together and help each other. And that's their motto, you know. Mm, it's wonderful, wonderful motto and uh if it were shared more widely across our communities, the country and the world, wouldn't it be a far better place oh, that we would absolutely. all well, live the, in? The Joshua community is, is actually growing because, we, as I said, we branched out to Dublin. And um, that's we, we hope what I'm doing and what we're doing here will also happen. There's a lot happening in Dublin. I mean, we have some volunteers that work out on the Thursday night in Dublin, Arise Ireland. They do a soup run and they're brilliant too. Mm. And Bailabra we do food drops in Bailabra too so hopefully it'll cut on that people can see it's so easy to do mm. you know because there are lots of groups the Mead Food Bank is great too yes um, it's, and that's just living, that's just dependent on normal people yeah Ashley because you get nothing fantastic. from the government you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, obviously in, in, in giving they say in giving is the best way to receive would you agree with that oh 100% yeah, yeah. Mm. You get more joy when you give and you can give and you can help somebody than to receive. Because, I mean, when I do receive, I give it back anyway. So, <laughs> so that's when you're, it's going through you, not to you. That's the way I look at it. You yeah. Know? 
yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it, it's wonderful. We love it, and that's why I wanted to bring you on today and highlight what you're doing. So Kennedy Road, John Stores area there, the unit there. Yeah. Um, uh, on Mondays from ten a.m. to two o'clock. And I'd like to give a shout out to Mil- we're right beside Mil- Milbrook Marcus, and they generally they came up with a massive crate of goodies for us on the morning of our launch, and we're so thankful, and they're going to continue to support us. So. Just give them a little shout ah, out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> team there. well worked. Well done, Millbrook. Well done to everybody there. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, good on you. More people like you we need. Yourself and Paul, your husband, and everybody involved and all who supported and gave free gratis to Absolutely, get you up and running. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Take care no of yourself. Bye nice bye. to talk to you. Bye. That's Jackie McGovern. She'll be known as McGovern Disney uh, from Navin with a lovely idea. I was thinking about it and there's no doubt if you're asleep rough, if you're under a tent, under a bridge, in a doorway and there's nowhere that you can wash yourself. Basic requirement. You have a phone. You need a bit of charge to keep in touch, keep you safe. Someone to talk to, a sandwich, change of Underwear. My God Almighty, isn't this such a have and have nots world that we live in when you think about it? When I think of Mbappe, the footballer, and a transfer fee of what? 300 million. He earns, what is it, did I say a thousand a second or something, or a minute? My oh my. It's not right, is it? It really isn't right. Accident of birth where you're born and the circumstances you arrive into and for some it's impossible to extricate yourself or move on. Anyway, well done to the Disneys, the wonderful people and everyone who contributes in any way to charities and whatever you do. Well done to you. Thanks for all your comments. Uh, Brenda Carell in with us, top of the show, telling us her story. Just listening to Brenda, Jerry, And as you said, she's such a wonderful person. I hope she gets to complete her bucket list. She's looking for those tickets for Coldplay in Dublin. August 12 months. Uh, thanks, Angela, for the lovely words. You were so sensitive in the way you interviewed that lady, Jerry. Uh, God, I hope she gets those tickets to Coldplay. I'm sitting here in tears. It's only when you played the song and I listened to the words, I realised how poignant it is in Brenda's case in particular. Thanks indeed for that uh, lovely message. Well, tell us all about it. Barbie Louise, yes or no? I went out and I bought five Barbies this morning. (laughs) Okay, I didn't. But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, if it you, was great if you did that I'd say to you you lost the run of yourself completely <laughs> lost that years ago Jay. anyway what, what about what about the movie what I do you say about it I actually loved it well I wouldn't love is probably too strong a word but I mm. really really enjoyed it okay. I thought going into it if this is going to be ridiculous and then I heard it was hilarious and it wasn't hilarious there was some funny moments in it but it was just there are undertones to it, let's just say. In the perfect world, the girls are in charge. In the real world, the men are in charge. And there's always that constant battle and struggle and the women are always kind of fighting for equality in the real world. But it's just it's just a bit of crack away from reality, really, if you just take it at face value. Escapism. You go in, you see Margot Roberts and Ryan Gosling, two beautiful looking people in wearing fantastic clothes, and you just go with it. Mm. Go with the music and it's great and it's all pinks and vibrant colours. And then, you know, the other movie at the minute is Oppenheimer and you often think of that dull blacks well, and greys yeah, and dull. So, yeah, it's a really, it's an uplifting film, Jerry, and mm. it's just a bit of an escape and a bit of crack. Should I go and see it? I'd, yes, we're pink. <laughs> yeah, definitely go and see it. Oppenheimer I'm going to. Mm. I'm definitely going to Oppenheimer. You see, that had just shriveled my head. I'd just come out depressed from Oppenheimer. Mm. I mean, we don't learn from history. We've proved that from COVID. So why depress yourself from going backwards when the world, anyway, you just get depressed in the present? I think I'd get depressed at Barbie. But anyway, that's another no, conversation you wouldn't. altogether. You wouldn't. You'd come out and you'd be <laughs> going to buy yourself a new pair of flares. <laughs> Uh, Pretty in pink. Stop the lights, really. I never liked the Bay City Rollers, but that's uh, <laughs> a different story altogether. Um, you anyway, guarantee you come out with a smile on your face. Is it suitable for younger children? Um, 
it. I now I have a seven year old boy. He wouldn't be into Barbie anyway, mm. so I wouldn't bring him. For girls, they're cuter, but there are some language that is a little bit okay. older for so them. So thirteen P- PG is proper. Thirteen PG. Well, eleven, twelve, but anything younger, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd, it's up to their own parents' discretion. Mm. It's probably harmless. A lot of it will go over, but. Each, each their own, you know. Mm. I could say, oh yeah, brilliant, bring the six-year-old and then all the parents would be given out about me, so. Anyway, will it be in your top enough. ten movies of all time? No. That's enough. <laughs> but it'd be my top ten movies of this year, considering it was my first time ah, well, at the cinema cons- this year. <laughs> yeah, considering it's a pretty lightweight year for movies. Uh, well, I don't know what that says, but there you go. That's our Louise's assessment of the Barbie movie, which is showing at cinemas near you at I'm the moment. I'm getting the trousers. Mm. Are you? Yeah, there's a pair of trousers I'm not having my eye on. Good. Mm. All right. Get them and let's get a picture of Barbie Louise in her trousers, which she bought. I'd need to get a blonde wig. At the movie. Not at all. Go to that, indeed, and you won't. Late lunch, LMFM Put a radio. It's over my head. <laughs> After the break, leave that thought with us all today. After the break, uh, we're going to hear about uh, the Pumpkin Lodge. Crafts. They are based near Ashburn. Lovely story about them in the Mead Chronicle this week. And we're going to have a chat with uh, the lady behind uh, a very interesting initiative. Eddie Joyce has been in touch with me, my good friend, to say McCabe emulates best. Yes, Katie McCabe scoring directly from a corner for Ireland. George Best did that one time in an international for Northern Ireland against Albania. Uh, Bobby Robson, the former England manager, said it was a fluke. A week or two later, Best was playing against Robson's team and he scored from a corner. <laughs> and he said, no fluke, Bobby. There you go. Anyway, Ireland uh, behind needing a goal to get back into it. Moving on on late launch. Uh, back in 2021, Joe Holland and Lainey Nemora set up Pumpkin Lodge Crafts. They're based near Ashbourne in County Mead. Uh, the idea was to create home decor that was sustainably made rather than mass-produced. Lainey is on the line. Afternoon, Lainey. Good afternoon, Jerry, and good afternoon to you, listeners. Thank you for joining me. Uh, sustainability, all this type of thing, you know yourself, it's never out of the new, news uh, nowadays. What do you make from the materials that you reclaim? Absolutely, and it's something that's so important to everybody, I think, at the moment, and particularly to us. So we make a number of things from the materials we reclaim. We first started making signs and we were making those from reclaimed wood that we found from local businesses who were disposing of pallet wood. And we're now making horseshoes um, from a local farrier who was sending the shoes to landfill. So we make unique treasures for people's homes that are made really from items that were otherwise going in the bin. Which is fantastic. When you mention landfill or, you know, timber being just uh, used for firewood or whatever, but you're actually extending the life of all these things by what you're doing. What's your background, both of you? How did you come to this? Um, well, neither of us have a background in, in this kind of thing. Um, Joe works in IT and I'm a psychotherapist, but we would have both been quite into crafting things and trying to make things for ourselves. So it started with I wanted to make a sign for the house for a wall and we didn't want to buy something that, you know, had a high carbon footprint or was mass produced. So we decided to make it ourselves from a bit of a, an old broken wardrobe door that we had and it went quite well. I posted it up on Instagram sort of showing how we did it, not thinking much of it. And it got such a good response. People were asking if we were selling the materials and that's really how Pumpkin Lodge Craft came about. Do you go about watching people when they have jumbo bins outside their houses and stopping by and picking out what you need? Not quite. Well, maybe sometimes. <laughs> I joke, idea. I joke, I joke, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the horseshoe idea did come from um, seeing a horseshoe at the side of the road when we were out for a walk. Right. But normally we would have an idea of, of what we're, we're looking for. So that's how we sort of go about it. So we knew to make designs we would need waste wood. And that's why we went about contacting local businesses. So they get deliveries in on pallets and then they need to dispose of those pallets. So we were able to pick them up, clean them up and make our signs from them. Good on you. So signs and horseshoes. I hear you're a dinger with the needles as well. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, well, that's definitely not always been the case. So it's really about two years now I learned to crochet by looking at videos online. Um, and again, didn't really intend to do much with it, but kind of got a good response online. So I make blankets now, but I'm also branched into earlier this year, slow fashion items like scarves and cardigans. And where do you uh, obtain the, the materials you use for the crochet? Obviously, you're selective where you pick that from as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of it we've kind of inherited um, from projects. I actually have a set of wool that uh, belong to a great aunt of mine and the price stickers are still on it from before I was born. So they're items that have been around a long time that we're able to use and make something for somebody else. But we also source wool from people who might be selling it secondhand who didn't have a use for the materials they bought, so we'll buy it from them. Mm, and the name Laney, and when I saw your name, it's a beautiful name, may I say, but the Lane the name Laney Kyo came to mind when I when I heard about you and the crochet and that. She's a you know, famous design. fashion designer. Yes, knitwear, you know, so you're it's in the name it seems. Um you mentioned what you both do. So is this a pastime or a hobby or has it become more with the Pumpkin Lodge? Uh, well, I suppose it started off part-time, but it has become more. So we actually run the business to support some of the rescue animals that we have. So we offer a forever home to rescue animals, and mainly chickens, ex-battery hens. And we use the business to provide veterinary care and food to those animals. So it has become a little bit more because the service supports the animals that we care for. And we also donate 10% of all of our income to My Lovely Horse Rescue. Lovely. So you've uh, other uh, parts of your life that you support and you're giving as well. We, we know uh, My Lovely Horse uh, well here on late lunch and they do fantastic work. What about those hens you mentioned there? You rescue them from... Um, farms where they've been laying eggs for quite a while is that it yes so we would rescue all of them um from little hill animal rescue is where we get most of our chickens from sometimes and there'll be people who have chickens and they need to move away or something like that and we will get chickens there as well but they've all been in factories so they're all kind of you know in a bad way when they arrive they'll usually be quite bald petrified of everything and they just live with us here for for as long as they have left. It's amazing the way they recover and within a a relatively short space of time uh, they acclimatise to their new environment and you'd never know where they were beforehand. I'm sure you've seen that. I've experienced this myself. Absolutely. I mean, the the way they arrive is completely different from how Mm. they are in maybe two or three weeks and then their personalities really start to develop as well so yeah. they're they're fascinating they're highly entertaining creatures but there's, there's never a dull moment with them mm. Have you many of them? I have 28 at the moment <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> You have uh, plenty of ladies to look after there Do they continue to lay for you? Some of them do. As they get older they kind of stop so we, we some of our older ones don't really anymore but for the most part they do Mm. Good. Well, that's a, a, a lovely uh, a other string to your bow. Is 24 hours enough in the day for the pair of you? Usually not. <laughs> it can often be a struggle. I can imagine with, with, with what you do and this as well. So you, you're not, you don't have a presence. You don't uh, supply what you're doing through a third party. It's all online. It's all online, yes. And everything is made to order. So we don't have... We we try to cut out as much waste as possible. So it's made to order rather than something sitting around and not wanted. And then all of the packaging materials that we use, it's recycled boxes and boxes that can be recycled. So we, we really are very careful with our waste. Can you see uh, further applications in terms of products? Because, you know, home decor, blankets, your slow fashion clothing range. Is there more or have you plenty to be going on with with what you're doing at the moment? I think at the moment we have plenty to to go on with. I often think of new ideas and I have to tell myself it's just the two of us and I'm the only (laughs) crochet, so pull back a little bit. Um, But I think at the moment we do have quite a a large selection of items available for people. Mm. But at the same time, I'm always looking at something else we could do or finding a new way to reuse an item. 
Mm. Slow fashion is a very interesting area, isn't it? Um, we still have our world obsessed with fast fashion. Can you see that changing? Well, I would hope so. It, it's something that we both feel very passionate about. Um, I would hope so. I do think that there's more awareness now of, of where your clothes came from than perhaps there was even four or five years ago. And I do think more people are thinking about that. And I think particularly with crochet, because crochet cannot be done by a machine. A machine can't replicate the stitches, so it can only ever be done by a person. Yeah. And it takes hours and weeks and months. So if you're buying a slow fashion item that's crocheted, that's very, very cheap, you do have to ask questions about how it was made and how ethical the labour was. Mm. So I think more people are looking at those kind of areas and are wanting to do something that's better for the environment. Mm, I think of the penny with time. It is dropping more and more and hopefully it will continue to. I almost forgot. What about this journal? Tell us about this. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, in May of this year, I released a journal. So obviously I have a background in counselling and psychotherapy. So I released a Spooky Witch journal and it's a journaling space that I suppose because we're both naturally drawn to Halloween that I kind of gave a bit of a Spooky Witch theme to. Um, you don't necessarily have to be into spooky things to use the journal, but it probably does help. And it has journaling space, uh, to-do list. Um, a goal list and things like that. But the book is print on demand. So again, it's eco-friendly and a tree is planted for each book sold. Good on you. You're thinking all the time. You really are thinking deeply about sustainability and and the future and what you can do for this wee planet, as we see, that's been battered weather-wise due to climate change and overheating of the planet. It goes without saying, we just have to look at the news any day at the moment and see what it's all about. So if people want to find out a little bit more about Pumpkin Lodge Crafts, where do they go, please? Our website is craft.pumpkinlodge.ie and we're also on Instagram as Pumpkin Lodge Craft. Good on you. And uh, you're doing your bit more than your bit for the planet. Well done with the idea and I hope uh, it continues to uh, grow and uh, that uh, along the way you have even more and more success with what you're doing. Thank you for joining me today, Lainey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Not at all. Take care. Bye. That's Lainey Mora there from Pumpkin Lodge. That's crafts.pumpkinlodge.ie if you want to check them out. Louise, Mm -hmm. a survey in the States of ex-US soldiers. Huge survey, right? Right. You can live up to 24 years longer if you make these changes to your life at 40. If you're 50, make the changes, you'll get 21 extra years. If you're 60, 18 extra years. So there's eight things in your life. If you change them, you'll add those years according to this published research. So I want you to try and get the eight of them. They're not difficult. You know, like you're here with me a long time and you know the things we shouldn't be doing and the things we should. So go on. Let's see how many. Are they all American soldiers? So I can't see Gucci handbag grant like that. No. No, No, that won't add. It'll empty your pocket, but won't add a day to your life. Okay, I'll say the basics, right? Okay, more sleep. Stop now. Let me look down the list because I have to look at this as well. Um, Yes, so that's you have that one. Sleep is one. Yeah, go on. Uh, Less stress. Uh, My God, you're very good. Stress is another two. Exercise. Three. (laughs) <laughs> exercise uh, yes is number three yeah absolutely good diet hold on a second yes mm. diet is there I'll just clarify diet it says eating a plant based diet okay. right that's what, what they came up there but I'll give you that that's diet okay okay Um, having good friends support oh my god you're right being right. surrounded by people who are of a positive right. disposition. Okay. That's, why you, that's why you see you're going to live forever working with me. Yeah, that's true. You understand that? Yeah. Okay. Although we won't live forever. Hold someone, on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> well, well, you, li- you live long. One, two, three, four, five. You've only three to go. <sighs> Having a dog. Pet. It's not on the not list. Not on the list. Okay. Um, never saying goodbye. I, I read somewhere that adds 29 <laughs> hour, uh, takes 29 hours out of your life saying goodbye Irish people alright not okay. on the list now, now there's three right these three are so obvious you got the difficult ones three obvious ones for longer life think about it not smoking or drinking ah now hold on there you go so tobacco is there um, alcohol 
yeah, binge drinking. They say no more than Is that four- two separate ones? <coughs> two separate ones. Then um, no more than four four. drinks in a session. You have now got seven from Woo-hoo. eight. And you only slipped one or two there, the dog thing, uh, yeah. the Gucci handbag. We're not even going to count that. Um, mm. You only need one more. And it's letting it's, your emotions out. No. no, no, this is so obvious. This is so obvious. Think about, will I give Taking you Taking holidays. No. No. Think about... Going to Barbie film. <laughs> <laughs> That'll shorten your life, folks. <laughs> Believe me. Go to Oppenheimer. Um, there's one more. You, you got, well, I'm going to point you in the direction. Yeah, you mentioned think. drinking. Yeah. And you mentioned smoking. Drugs. Correct and right. Oh. Not becoming addicted. They are the eight things. Do you know what I'm surprised? Oh, you, you were terrific. That you got stress. That you got stress and the positive social relationships. You know what I mean? Mm. That that thing. I was going to say oh. staying single, but obviously not. <laughs> That's an interesting one. <laughs> I wonder. the staying single add to your life with all the stresses of family? Keeping out my way when I'm driving. <laughs> well done, Miss Louise Thank Walsh. you. I surprised myself. Eight out of eight there. Yes, those are the ones they say if you focus on those, you will live longer. Five, four... Three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number three from this week in 1996. And uh, the song today, well, it was Gary Barlow's first from He Said Goodbye to Take That. Yes, they split at this stage. Barlow went it alone and this first single he released and it went straight to number one on the UK singles chart but it only stayed there for one week and it's on its way down the charts at number three with us today. Um, It stayed for one week as I said and was dethroned by yes the Spice Girls with their debut hit called Wannabe and it made Barlow actually the first member of Take That to top the charts with a solo record after their breakup. Here it is, our number three from this week in 1996. It's Gary Barlow and Forever Love. Love it has so many beautiful faces. Gary Barlow with our number three in 1996 this very, very week. Not his best effort, in my opinion, but went to number one back then. Must have been on the uh, back of the take that break up. But there you go. Number three, two, tomorrow, one on Friday. Oh, we're so disappointed. We're out of the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. We can't qualify for the knockout stages now. One game to come against Nigeria will be a playing for pride for sure and trying to get that first win at the World Cup finals. Katie Milady is our woman in Australia and she's standing by. I think she may be still in the stadium or on her way out of the stadium. Hi, Katie. Well, Jerry, how is things still in the stadium here? Ah, oh, Katie, I'm so sorry. Oh, look, it's bittersweet, I suppose. It's very bittersweet, but... Look, we tried our best. We can't ask for any more. The players are just coming out here, meeting their families and meeting all the fans. So, look, it is what it is. We wish it was a better result. But, look, we'll just take what we got. And we were delighted to be here in the first place. And hopefully we can pull out a win against um, Nigeria and Brisbane. Yes, please, God, we can. You must have been so hopeful when Katie McCabe scored that wonder goal from the corner. Yeah, the stadium definitely erupted, that's for sure. Um, We had a lot of hope when that goal went in and we were just kind of shocked that the two goals went in and that we were... We were behind then 2-1, like, so... Look, we we had faith from the very start that we would be able to win the game and the first 20 minutes, we, we definitely believed that we could win the game, no problem, and I thought we had an awful lot of possession of the ball and... Like, look, it's just one of these things. You're either in form or you're not in form, or it's either your day or it's not your day. And it just wasn't our day today. But hopefully, um, in in Brisbane, we're able to put on another performance and we're able to win. 
the effort was unquestionable and, and you're right the first 20 minutes we probably should have had another goal as well but it wasn't to be uh, when they went 2-1 up early in the second half they they enjoyed a lot of the ball Canada. and we must remember they are the Olympic champions they're a fine side we had one great chance hadn't we where the ball was deflected off a defender and the keeper got down low to our left as well it was almost the equaliser Absolutely, but look at Jerry. It's just one of them things. I th- I think we had an awful lot of chances, and we had shots on target there. And it's just unfortunate for us that they didn't go in at the time. And some of them, you would have called them yourself. You, you if you were there on the pitch, you would have said you would have scored it. Mm. But uh, we obviously don't know how how the girls are in that position, and the ball could have fell awkwardly. And um, so look, at I think the girls put on an an, an amazing performance and. Yeah, again, there was it was Perth was overpowered by Irish. The, the stadium was absolutely full of Irish fans. It was just absolutely incredible. Way outnumbering the support for Canada. It definitely. It, it, I'd say there was one to ten Canada fans, and really? I'd, I'd say there was about ninety percent Irish, ten percent uh, Canadians. Without My, a doubt, if not less. Yeah, yeah. The weather looked like uh, very much like <laughs> like home. Yeah, well, we definitely scarpered up to up to a shelter now before half time to make sure we didn't get soaked. Um, the rain is different here than at home, but uh, we stayed under cover and. Uh, when it started raining again, we just used the flags. <laughs> <laughs> to stay dry. Good on you. No better way. What do you mean the rain is different? Um, it, it feels a lot heavier now when it's hitting you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> bigger, bigger drops, Gary. Oh, sure, look at everything's bigger in Australia, as they say. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> <laughs> to poor little Ireland. Anyway, it's not going to deter uh, your celebrations. What time are you out there now? You're way ahead of us here, aren't you? What time is it? So it's 20 past 10 out here now. All right, Grant. So we'll... Uh, You'll drown your sorrows, will you? Along with being drowned uh, with the look, rain. It's, it's uh, Jerry, a wise man once told me it's celebrations or commiserations. So <laughs> we, we'll be out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. And why not? And enjoy it as well. <laughs> it's tough on the girls and their families. I know they're really feeling it, I'm sure, at the moment. And they'll reflect on what might have been. But there's no stopping. The, the uh, third game has to be played next Monday. You move on and you're travelling with them. Yeah, Absolutely. Did you meet? We'll travel with them. Go on, yeah. Yeah, we'll travel with them, and hopefully, we can get a result now in Brisbane. Yeah, that's the hope that that will happen. By God, you're certainly seeing Australia thanks to the Irish Women's World Cup team. That's for sure. Bump into Annie. I was. I asked you the last day, and you had bump into anyone else, any familiar faces, or anyone from around this neck of the woods at all. Um. Well, look, Jerry. There's an awful lot of Irish flags and uh, Irish people, so. We're kind of uh, from all all across the all across Ireland, and then all across Australia. There's people that are after uh, moving here and are here six yeah. or seven years, mm. and they still have the full blown Irish accent. So mm. um, you, you don't know who's actually travelling or who's not. But there's a lot of Irish fans here, and then there's a lot of fans after travelling. But one thing I must add, Jerry, before you go, that this is our first World Cup, and I'm privileged to say that we've been at it and how well the girls have done against the hosts and also playing against one of the top teams in in the in the world Canada um and like we we didn't go out and get a hammer and we gave we gave both teams a very very good go and look at I think it's just onwards and upwards for this team and I think they've done exceptional and this being their first World Cup well said well well said young woman I I couldn't add anything to that I have to say at all what you say is absolutely true they've done marvellous and we're just watching the pictures on the television screens here in the studio and the tears are flowing and we understand that as well they're very disappointed very emotional but look when they reflect as you said there they should be very very proud of themselves and still a chance to come uh, against Nigeria and we'll be talking to you please God then uh, with that match uh, when it happens early next week next Monday in fact Katie away you go good luck to you all again enjoy the evening and thanks so much for taking time to chat to us from the stadium in Perth 
Absolutely. Thanks a million, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Not at all. You're welcome. That's Katie Milady there from Navin in philosophical mood and going to celebrate this evening uh, with our friends there. And why shouldn't she? That's it on late lunch this afternoon. Back tomorrow at half one. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with the drive. We leave you with the biggest song of the year on LMFM. Yes, it's Miley Cyrus and Flowers. See you tomorrow. We will go. Kind of dream that can't be so. We were right till we weren't built a home and watched it burn. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.